What's up, dude? So this week, Freddie G, he's been on a couple episodes in the past. He's just started a new web series called Unlikely Roomies, and super funny. Check it out. Uh, It's on Instagram and TikTok. I'll put the link in the show notes, and here's a quick clip from that before we get started. Bye. This is chicken? You didn't make chicken, B. That's not chicken. What you served me was gray. That's the color of chicken. That's the color of chicken before it becomes a meal. That's chicken that's trying to get away still. Basically, what we should just do is have a piss bucket in the office, and then if she's using the bathroom, I can just go in the piss bucket. Yeah, just make sure there's those funnels, because that's important. For Valentine's Day, that's the next holiday. I'm going to get her a funnel. Very romantic. Amazon. They have a huge variety, lots of different colors. Mine came with a little bag and extension piece. So if you want to have a bigger funnel than your partner, or if you're too tall, don't want the splash. I'm fresh. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be fresh. I heard that there's a lot of people who don't want to go back to work, and I think I figured out why. How come? Because when you um, apply for jobs, they make you complete a personality assessment. There's a lot of forms, and then there's crazy tests that are really annoying. Wait, there's a drug test today? I did this one-click apply, and it took me around 55 minutes to complete this assessment, so it was definitely more than one click. And after I finished, it took like 30 seconds for the computer to be like, nope, we don't like you, and we're not going to schedule a face-to-face interview. You owe me a buck or two for that. Oh, my God. I worked at Staples in early college, and then I wanted to go work at a different Staples And I was too honest on the personality test. I was like, well, if someone steals $20, it's no big deal. And I failed the personality test. So then they told me I could never work at Staples again. I cannot go back to working at Hot Topic because they said I had to cut my hair. And I could have sworn this thing was punk rock. This personality test was like, how would your manager compare your performance to another associate? And I was like, I don't know. Why don't you fucking ask him? I teach test prep. I'd be able to tell you what they're looking for. But obviously, when I was 20, I failed one. So I used to be bad at them. For the next one, would you mind taking it for me? Send me screenshots and I'll I'll give you a couple answers. I just put average for like most of the answers, but I guess you can't be average in order to get a job. I just didn't want it to come across like I was being mm, conceited or uh, full of shit because most people are full of shit. If your last manager hated you, you're going to say average. No one's going to put that the last manager thought they sucked. So average is the lowest anyone puts. Don't you want honest people as part of your team? Bullshit test. We're evaluating you on the amount of bullshit that you could bullshit us. Less ambiguous. Yeah, that was my problem. That's what, And that's how I feel. When you try to be too honest, it's not good. It's a game. So games, you got to figure out what the rules are. And the rule isn't the same as honesty. You get in trouble for being honest, which is not something that I grew up learning. I blame my parents. Employment and honesty don't go that well together. That's what I love about comedy. It's probably the only response that you can get from a human that's pretty straightforward. Like, if it's funny, people laugh. If it's more funny, you get more laughs. I love it. So much honesty there. 
That is the good thing. It is too bad there's no, like, way to measure it. Because, like, the laughs then go away. There's no measuring of it. You can't really prove you got more laughs than somebody. We can record it and then amplify it and then blast it into people's ears. Uh, I try. I post videos of me doing well at clubs. And, uh, I mean, and they appreciate the videos, but doesn't necessarily mean I get booked at those clubs more. Yeah, I think there's some politics. The second you say I have a podcast, anybody who wants a mysterious woman is like, well, that's she's not mysterious anymore. And uh, when people are like, I like you, but I don't listen to your podcast, I'm like, I don't care. I can't talk to you. Now, my wife never listened when I had them. Some people will want to be in a relationship with you and they just they don't want to listen to your podcast also. And that is OK. I guess. Um, no, that's a deal breaker for me. Okay, so yeah, basically, if you're a guy who listens, you're the only people she can date because she won't date a non-listener. It's like when you do something cool, you get a cool point. Yeah, and if you can, like, casually drop something I said in conversation, then perhaps you get a cool point. That is the dream. Someone you find attractive, then it's like, I listen to your podcast and make some crazy reference. I don't want anyone who's not a fan. I mean, your, uh, yeah, your boyfriend has to be your biggest fan. So yeah, they gotta be a fan for sure. I was trying to get all the ladies together because uh, female comics... I've never heard of it, and it sounds really fake. Like, it doesn't exist. Sometimes there's a lot of them, like, out and about in the wild. This weekend, there was a shit ton of them. I've never seen so many in my life. It was the right time of the month. Come on, guys! This is a Sunday fun day! Let's get crazy! <laughs> and I was trying to, like, synchronize. You know that happens, right? I believe it is true. It is true, 100%. If you spend enough time, or like a, a female spends enough time around another female, their periods sync up. Whoever the dominant pheromone lady is. That's how we picked that as president, because we're due for a woman. And then we have this way of figuring out who the dominant woman is. So let's just do that and we'll save ourselves an annoying election. But like you have to actually be around the person if you want your periods to sync. Oh, well, basically, Harris and Biden, they pick 19 women to hang out with with Harris. We'll have, like, representatives. Yeah, yeah, that is a branch, yeah. Get rid of the Supreme Court and probably put that in, because, yeah, the Supreme Court's annoying already. I don't know if that would be, like, really good or really bad, though, if the whole women sector of the country was on their period at the same time. That would be, it would be a lot. I mean, it would be helpful for guys if there's only one cycle to know about. Quarantine that week. Yes, yeah, just basically lock all the dudes in their houses that week. Instead of coming here tomorrow and working, why don't you guys come to our place for a ditch day? Monthly quarantine for men. We need a break. Actually, no, you guys don't need a break. Okay, you guys want to quarantine? You guys can go work and I'll quarantine for a week every month and stay at home and make sandwiches. This is what I had envisioned for myself um, for my future, and I can't find anybody who wants to support this lifestyle. It is insane because it was right for women to be able to get jobs. But somehow they took that feminism and translated it into you both have to work for the same money. Yeah, they took feminism and made it like not cool. Cool points depleted. Yeah, they basically turned feminism into double the work for the same pay. I'm not sure how it exactly was done, but it's insane that it happened. Yeah, I highly doubt that was the intent. I'm not blaming the feminists. I think somehow the Republican, maybe the Reagan administration or someone spun it. I, I think it was men who did it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they weren't listening. I'm not blaming Gloria Steinem and the feminists. What they were saying was right. But then someone twisted it somewhere in the 80s. The second we put on shoulder pads, you knew something had been, been co-opted. Those shoulder pads were crazy. Yeah, the shoulder pads. They still have shoulder pads, which is insane. 
And maybe it's a good place to store things. You can keep your funnel in the shoulder pads and then you don't have to put it in your purse. Do you think that that's what I'm missing in terms of like my professional credibility? And maybe I'll just get a helmet or something. Show up to the open mic with a helmet. Yeah. It'd be funny if you would refuse to wear masks. This is the most important safety is my brain, not my nose. I mean, it is a valuable commodity. Your brain is it's an NFT. I don't have an NFT. I got an NFT, a non-fungible brain. I don't really know what an NFT is. The way bubbles work, it could be beanie babies. It could be anything. If something is expected to go off, people will pay more and more and it can become a bubble. So NFTs is just like you're the owner of a piece of art that's on like, a, you know, digital. And then it's tracked through the blockchain. And all the blockchain is, I hope I'm not blockchain explaining, but all the blockchain is, it's a way of tracking stuff without a central uh, checker in the middle. Did I lose? I might have lost you, but yeah. Just because it's really boring. On to more important things. All right, so here's another business plan. Homeless people. There's an abundance of homeless and... They always need resources. So I was thinking you can put my face on their tents. It'll be like pimp my homeless with t-shirts and merch. And that way um, you're not only supporting pimping the homeless, but you're also advertising. You don't have to worry about them going inside. They're constantly advertising for you. Yeah, what I want to do is I want to buy them tiny houses. And then in exchange, though, for the tiny house, yeah, the tiny house is all just promoting your pocket. It says, I used to be homeless. Now I live in the girl interrupter house. And then, yeah, it just promotes it. And then everyone's like, oh, my God, I, yeah, she's giving, she's housing the homeless. So. Point with the advertising, though, is like it's going to be on them. So you don't have to worry about them like going inside or anything. Yeah, it's all, yeah, it's all sad. Yeah. Yeah, it is really sad, but it's also a great money-making opportunity where we get to give back to the community while promoting Verbal Gold, which is my podcast, and pimping out the homeless. Like, there's so many homeless, I don't understand why they're not using them for ad space. They put an advertisement on a sign, that's not doing anything. You see way more homeless people than signs. It does make sense that if people are living in tents, you just give them a, a branded tent to live in and then that's free advertising and they get a nicer tent maybe. Everyone wins here. I don't know why all businesses aren't doing this. You'd rather pay for a sign on a bike? That's not doing anything for the world. How much do tents cost? Yeah, I don't know. The thing is like, I'm not a camper. Yeah, How, do tents cost a lot? Because it might be cheaper than like a lot of forms of marketing just to buy a lot of tents. I would imagine it's cheaper than getting a billboard space. Yeah, yeah. And, and the billboard just goes away. The tent will be used for years. That's the thing. It's whatever it costs, it's, it, someone can use a tent for quite a while. Exactly. And it doesn't have to just stop at tents. We can do t-shirts, sweatpants, shoes, toothpaste, toothbrush, deodorant. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Mer yeah, merch is always good. That would be funny if your merch was deodorant. Yeah, I mean, definitely people are going to use it. Yeah, and you then your slogan is, my fans don't stink. Because the nice thing is also people need deodorant or they run out and they got to buy more of your deodorant.